You're listening to episode number 38. Welcome to the Powerhouse Podcast. My name is Megan Swanson, former Miss Nebraska turned entrepreneur and expert pageant interview coach. And each week right here, we bring you a motivating conversation to help you discover just how to unlock the winner within you. Get ready for expert pageant interview secrets, life coaching strategies, and tons of personal development. Thanks for hanging out with me today. Now, let the podcast begin. Welcome, everybody. I'm so excited for you to be listening to episode 38. We took a couple weeks off just to get ready for our powerhouse mastermind that is coming up. We have Thanksgiving. We have Miss America. I have some other travel going on. So I appreciate your guys' patience. And I'm so excited for this episode. I think it's going to be really, really beneficial and helpful to encourage you guys today. And uh, what we have coming up is so incredibly excited. We have a bunch of really amazing guests, some of my all-time mentors of the faith and also just mentors in my life personally through business and just my health journey, my um, self-care journey, just the people who speak into Coach Megan's life. Um, Because I believe, as you guys know, that all coaches should have coaches and mentors should have Mentor. So we're going to dive in today. Um, so excited. This podcast episode is called Get Your Expectation Back, Get Your Hope Back. And um, I received an email that was uh, kind of the catalyst for what this podcast episode was going to be about. And it really just spoke to me in terms of thinking about when we're striving for winning a pageant, starting a business, um, maybe having the courage to make a tough decision in your life, uh, the courage to believe that you can get better grades, the courage to lose weight, the courage to ask somebody out on a date, you know, something like that, or go on a date, um, set boundaries in your life, those different things. It takes a lot of courage and it can take hope in your soul. Um, because as we'll talk about hope deferred makes the heart sick and a merry heart does good like a medicine. Um, I've been reading a lot this week. I'm getting ready for my mastermind is trying to cram in as much information for my clients as I possibly can as they are about to embark on this incredible three-day journey here in Omaha, Nebraska in a couple weeks. And um, so it doesn't matter what your circumstances look like, you guys, but I want to encourage you today that no matter what you're striving for, um, there is a hope and an expected end, and God is a God of His promises. His promises are true. His word is irrevocable. The calling on your life is irrevocable. And I want to help encourage you guys today in that. So let's dive right in. Um, one second before we do that, just a reminder if you know somebody right now, I encourage you that you know is going through a rough time, going through a rough patch, maybe a rough year. We are um, embarking on the end of the year. Okay. So at the time of this recording, I think we have gosh, less than eight weeks left in the year. We have seven, six, maybe. Um, somebody can fact check me on that. And um, 2020 is going to be an amazing year. And that's actually what this podcast is all about, is about opening your eyes to the new year and getting your expectation on it. Um, but if you know somebody who's been through a particularly hard 2019, I just encourage you guys um, to share this podcast with them. Follow me on social media. I'm posting free content every single day that is there to encourage you guys. It's not just there to write a pretty poem or to hear myself talk, but that's for you guys. Um, and for people who may not ever coach with me or join our inner circle or join the powerhouse intensive, one of our intensive one-on-one coaching programs, this is free information for people and people who may not be in pageantry. So just wanted to make sure I say that, um, 
if you guys can, you know, save these podcasts, share them with people who need them. Um, it's all for others as to why we do this because there are people hurting, there are people stuck, there are people broken. And I want to help unlock the winner within everybody to help create um, powerhouse individuals, powerhouse women who know who they are, know their calling, and are walking in it, right? So let's get started. Um, my first point for today that I want you guys to write down is this. Your circumstances may be mocking your promise right now, but get ready for God to shift gears and bring acceleration to what he has spoken. So a lot of times the beginning of a dream is something that God speaks to our heart or, or God uses somebody to speak into your life or um, God uses weird things like Facebook, like in my case, which is how I ran from Miss Nebraska <laughs> six years ago. And uh, I saw the Miss Nebraska before me being crowned on social media and something leapt in my heart, something that I know now is the Holy Spirit leapt in my heart and was like, you're supposed to do that. And so here we are a million years later, empower you guys to do the same thing. Um, but God might have spoken a dream to your heart and your circumstances, like it says, might be completely mocking that promise. Everything in your life might look like it is going to hell in a hay basket. It might look like everything is falling apart. 2019 might, might have been the worst year of your life, but I want to help you guys um, hold on to the promises that you can still be hopeful and expectation that you don't even have to wait till 2020. You can start now to change your, to change your circumstances by changing your response, changing the things that you do in your internal and external world to produce different results. So, um, I'm going to teach you guys a little bit. Um, I was looking again at that email that kind of inspired this and the year. So the year 2020, there's always, um, so you guys know there are different calendars. There's Mayan calendar. There's the Hebrew calendar. There's the American calendar. Okay. So, and it's not just the American calendar, but the, you know, Western world, most of the world, you know, whatever. So, but the Hebrew calendar actually starts in September. Okay. There's a Chinese calendar. There's all these different things. And the year 2020, um, is actually a different year. It's like 57, uh, I think it was 79, uh, was 2019 and we're moving into 5780, I believe. Um, and so there are different Hebrew characters for each of those years. And 2019 looked like an eye, um, where there was people awakening and people opening up their eyes to see. And it's so interesting for me to even watch, um, what has gone on in my own life and gone on in several other people's lives. I cannot tell you, for example, um, how many of my clients, um, broke up with their boyfriends this year, had relationships that blew up in their face. Um, you know, I previously, I walked through a season like that too. And in, in the changing of relationships in my world, and it's just amazing to see how things correlate and line up, not in like a numerology kind of way, um, but just line up with the times and seasons, right? Because God said that the times and the seasons would never pass away. So 2019 looked like an eye, and it's, it's literally like the Hebrew um, character looks like an eye if you look at it. And what's really cool is 2020 coming up looks like a mouth, okay? And so what this email was, it was a prophetic email, this guy who sent this to me and we'll relate this to pageantry. Don't worry. So just stick with me. Okay. Um, this next year, 2020, it looks like a mouth. And so as you guys can guess, um, 2020 is having to do with speaking. Okay. And I want you guys to just bear with me for a second as I kind of unpack this. Um, you guys know that I harp on words all the time. Okay. I get on my clients. If you are speaking negative things about yourself, if you are declaring negative things over yourself, if you're thinking negative things over yourself. I teach my clients adamantly 
that you don't have anyone else to blame for the actions and the results of your life than yourself. But in the same respect, that is an encouragement to you guys because if it is totally your responsibility, then it's totally your responsibility. And what I mean by that is that you can completely change that, right? You can get different results, even though you can't change your circumstance, you can change your thoughts, words, actions, which make those results after that. Okay. So I want to highlight a verse for you guys. It's Job 22, 28, which says that you will decree a thing and it will be established. Light will shine on your ways. Okay. So we all know, um, what's cool is even if you're not a religious person, I hate that word religious because I'm not religious. I have faith in Jesus and it's a real thing. Um, but I digress, right? Um, but you all know that because I have harp on words, um, I'm not the only one who does. And that even secular communities believe and know that we literally have what we say, whether you want to call it energy, whether you want to call it electromagnetic signals, you know, whatever the heck you want to call it, putting it out into the universe, right? Positive vibes, so much more than that. Um, but it actually changes your brain chemistry with what you speak, with what you think, with what you put your mind on, what you fix your eyes on. And so we want to fix our eyes on great things. But since we went through this awakening period in 2019, I want to encourage you guys in how to start declaring the promises over your life and to get your expectation back. And that starts with what is coming out of your mouth. Okay. So I know that was kind of like a long um, preface, but it's kind of like reading the beginning of the, the book. That was the introduction. And now we're going to get into the, the meat and the bones of it. Okay. So I want to start by defining the word de uh, declare or decree. Okay. Cause this verse says you will decree a thing and it will be established. So did you guys know that the word decree means an official order issued by a legal authority? And it also means a judgment or decision of certain law courts. Okay. The reason why I love this definition is because it puts quite a bit of weight on what you have to say. And a lot of times what I'll hear from my clients in the beginning of working with me is, well, like, does it really matter? Or they just don't quite believe me yet that their words are really creating their life. But I love how this says an official order issued by a legal authority. So whatever's coming out of your mouth has legal authority. Whether you're giving God authority, whether you're giving the enemy authority, whether you're giving people who don't have your best interest at heart authority, okay, by speaking about them, speaking about your past, rehearsing all these things that have hurt you. I've been there, right? Um, what we speak is, is creating the world and the environment, the thoughts, the beliefs, the actions, the hope, the lack of hope, the, the mental health, the, the self-awareness, all these different things. What's coming out of our mouth is literally giving the power of agreement and legal authority in... Um, it says even the decision of certain law courts, right? Like a court of law, you're giving access as um, guilty or not guilty, basically, right? I don't know if you guys have ever experienced this. I have. Um, but when you're mulling something over in your head, it oftentimes comes out your mouth. And then how many of y'all know that you think that talking out a problem is going to make you feel better, but then really 30 minutes go by, an hour goes by, two hours go by, even if you have a friend who's really well-meaning or you're really well-meaning and you've talked and talked and talked and talked and talked about this negative thing. And then all of a sudden you think that you're going to get it off your chest, but you actually feel horrible after, right? Why is that? It's because you're agreeing, you're, you're creating the power of agreement where two or more gathered. God is in the midst of it. Okay. But God can't dwell with darkness. God can't dwell with sin. He can't dwell with things that are not of him. And so when we use the power of agreement, it's like the law of gravity. It works whether you think it works or it doesn't. I wouldn't suggest jumping off a cliff because you will probably lose. Okay. So um, with the power of agreement, we can be agreeing with these negative words and the force of fear can work rather than the force of faith can work. I was talking with a client yesterday. Day, realizing um, together with this book that I've been bringing her through 
um, realizing together of how your body um, understands because there's a spirit soul body connection. When you have negative stuff in your spirit or in your soul, your mind, will, and emotions, your body is going to react to that. Your body is going to get sick. Your body is going to be inflamed. And that might seem kind of woo woo, but you're not just a one part being, you're a three part being. And all these things align with one another. Okay. So I want to encourage you guys in a few of these statements. You cannot waste any time coming into agreement with the enemy, speaking out what you see in the natural. Okay. Because then you're going to get what you perceive, right? It's not, you're not going to be elevating your experience at all. You're just going to be calling a duck a duck, but in a bad way, not in an empowering way, rather than using the power of agreement to, to call forth the things that be not as though they were, right? Call, calling forth, like, you know what? I'm believing that I got a good hope and a good future. I'm going to get that job promotion. I'm going to win that pageant. Like, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. Like, I am going to lose those pesky five pounds that have been keeping me from feeling at my best or keeping me from fitting into all the clothes that I want to fit into. Um, and so that, that leads us into that next... Um, phrase that I said in the beginning, your circumstances might be mocking your promise right now, but get ready for God to shift gears and bring acceleration to what he has spoken. Okay. You guys have to make a decision. You guys have to make a decision whether God's word is true or not in your life. You have to make a decision where you're going to derive your truth from, which I highly encourage it to be biblical things or else, you know what, like you can speak those affirmations all day, baby, but, uh, Good luck of them actually producing some spiritual fruit. Okay, I digress. I won't like go on a soapbox about that because um, you can live your truth. But I know the truth that sets you free. And I would highly suggest leaning into that truth rather than a truth that would make you bound, which is not actually the truth. But, you know, you know, whatever. So um, your circumstances, you guys, we all wake up and go to bed every day and live life. We can't control other people. We can't control what our boss says. We can't control what other people do. But you guys, you can choose what you do with the circumstance. Like I said, every single aspect of it after is 100% in your control. And God wants to elevate your situation. God wants to bring his promises to pass. He's already spoken those things. And it says that the gifts and callings of God are irrevocable. It says all the promises of God in him are yes and in him, amen. But how often do we get distracted um, by looking at the things that we can touch, the things that we can see, the things that we can smell, which I, again, we all do it, right? But if you're wondering why you've had a terrible year, chances are if you were to look at your habits and your patterns and the things that you've been bringing into existence through the agreement of your words, um, it actually is so helpful because you shouldn't be surprised. Just look at the things that you're dwelling on, right? So I love this quote. It says, your mouth is the canal used to birth the promises that have been spoken over your life. And in the same way, your mouth is the canal used to birth the fear, used to birth the opposite, everything destructive against the promises that have been spoken over your life. Okay. But you hold that power. The things that you've hidden in your heart, um, that are dreams that you're too scared to share with people. If you're not activating them through the power of your words, do you really think that you're going to have the confidence, um, or the, ability to have the stick to to go for those dreams when you're, you can't even speak them out your mouth, right? If you can't even declare those things and say, you know what, this is true. Um, for those of you guys watching on video, um, I have this whole whiteboard wall behind me and I write out all my goals and dreams. I write out the things I want to get done over the month. Um, financial goals. I'm looking at it. For those of you who are listening on the podcast, you can't see this. Um, but I have financial goals. I have personal goals. I have um, business goals. I have spiritual goals. I have connections that I want to build or, you know, just things that are on the horizon. I write the vision and make it plain. Like it says, because I want those dreams in my heart to come to pass, even if they seem, um, 
totally impossible. Okay. So with that, though, at the same time, we have to be careful with who we share our dreams with. So you might be on the spectrum of being too scared to share it with anybody. And therefore I encourage you to find one person as we talked about in another episode a few times ago. Um, or you might be the blabbermouth who just loves to share, 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 share. And then when people don't affirm you in it, because they're not on the same wavelength or you caught them by surprise, then you could get discouraged. Okay. So we really have to guard our heart. That's why the Bible says, guard your heart with all diligence for out of it flows the wellsprings of life. Um, That's because whether you're on either side of the spectrum, there are opportunities and traps for the enemy to come in and again, steal your hope. Okay. Because hope deferred makes the heart sick. So maybe you've been, maybe you've shared your dreams um, only to be let down by small thinkers who want to keep you down because it makes them feel bad that they haven't woken up and dared to dream. Okay. My advice to you is maybe distance yourself a little bit from those people. doesn't mean that they're bad people. doesn't mean that they don't have your best interest at heart. Um, but it means that they are just going to continue to bring you down. And if you're the summation of people that you surround yourself with, then you got to decide on what direction that you want to go to. Okay. Um, and because you're going to either take those people with you or they're going to take you with them. There's really no in between. The next verse I would love to share is Proverbs 12, 14, which is one of my favorites. And it says a man shall be satisfied or woman. Okay. Um, a woman shall be satisfied with the good, with good by the fruit of her mouth and the recompense of a, of a woman's hands shall be rendered unto her. And then Proverbs 18, 21 says death and life are in the power of the tongue and they that love it shall eat the fruit thereof. So you guys, what I love about this is It's just like gravity, okay? This thing is going to work in your life whether you believe it or not, okay? It's already working in your life. And so uh, we might as well get on the front end and learn how to play offense with this thing, right? Because it kind of reveals the mystery of why do all these things keep happening? Why did I have this kind of year? And you actually have so much more control than you think that you do. Um, But it's time to get your expectation back. So let's learn how we can kind of turn this thing around and have a better 2020, shall we? So according to dictionary.com, expectation is defined as the state of expecting the act. This is so good, you guys. I can't wait to unpack this. The act or state of looking forward or anticipating an expectant mental attitude and the degree of probability that something will occur. Okay, so these dreams and plans that are going on in your life, Are you actually expecting? So let's think of like a woman who's pregnant. Okay. We say that she's expecting, or sometimes we'll say the woman and the man are expecting together. Why is that? Okay. They have changed the focus and the compass of their life to be all consumed pretty much by this baby is coming. This baby is coming. Oh my gosh, I'm 10 weeks. Oh my gosh, I'm 11 weeks. Oh my gosh, I'm 21 weeks. I'm 31 weeks. I'm 33 weeks. Oh my gosh, it's time. It's time. It's time. It's coming. Oh my gosh, is the baby going to come early? We got to get it ready. We got to get the bed ready. We got to get the crib ready. We got to get the room ready. We got to have a baby shower. We got to do this. We got to do that. Oh my gosh, we need to buy a car seat. We need to, maybe we need to change what car we have. We need to buy diapers. We need to save money. We need to do this. What does that look like? How much time is that taking in your mental life and also out your mouth for what you're expecting? Hmm. It's taking a lot of time, isn't it? So with your goals and dreams, whether it's, like I said, winning a pageant, losing weight, getting out of a bad relationship, finding a great relationship. Um, maybe it's eating healthier. Maybe it's working on your anger problem. Okay. Whatever the heck it is for you, starting a business, um, whatever, setting boundaries in your life. Okay. Are you an expectation for that? Can you genuinely say that you are in the state of expecting an act or state of looking forward or anticipating an expectant mental attitude? Mental attitude, hmm. And the degree of probability that something will occur. 
Okay. So biblical hope is something with an expectant end. Okay. We know that God's promises are true and that he's going to come through every time. So can't, so check yourself today. Can you genuinely say that in the phase of life that you're in right now, that you are genuinely expecting something? Okay. Are you putting your mental attitude on it? Are you, what's the degree of probability that you really think that something's going to come to pass? Are you allowing the things of the past to define whether you actually believe and are stirring up the good gift of God and you stirring up your hope um, of what you think is going to occur? Okay. And I get it. So like if you've gotten first runner up, first runner up 19 times, yeah, that could be pretty discouraging. I totally understand. Okay. If you have set a goal for yourself and come up short several times, um, I was just talking with some business owners the other day who, um, own a Chick-fil-A and they were passed up nine times to own their own store. Um, I'm going to have them on the podcast soon too, which is so exciting because they're incredible people. I get it. You guys, if, if you've had, um, your hope deferred because of circumstances, I get it. But how empowering is it to know that if you just stop leaning into your circumstances and you lean into the promises of God of what he's told you um, and know that those things are unchangeable despite the circumstances and that the negative circumstances don't disqualify the fact that the promise is still true. I'm going to say that again. The negative circumstances don't disqualify the fact that the promises are still true. Like get a hold of this, you guys, this will rock your world. That changes everything, right? Because then you say, oh my gosh, even if I failed a million times, it doesn't mean that God, like it doesn't mean that God's forgotten me. It doesn't mean that I can't still be, you know, Miss America or Miss Texas or Miss Wyoming or whatever the heck your dream is. Like that's incredible. Let's get a hold of that. So I want to encourage you guys, look at the mental energy of what you, what you are spending your time thinking about and talking about right now, can you say that you're in genuine expectation for it? And then it shouldn't be surprising if you're not reaching your goals. It's probably because you're not fixating on um, the things that are actually necessary to get ready like you would get ready for a baby. Okay. So another great way to say this is you, you have not just you have what you say, but you will have what you expect. And I love that. Okay. Here's, here's a couple other quotes. You may have lost the battle, but you haven't lost the war. The victory is, is yours, says the Lord, which I love. You may have not placed your first year, second year, third year, um, but baby, you haven't aged out yet. Like, come on, let's focus on the things that you can do. This is your season. Like, let's go and take it. Let's use not only our eyes, but our mouth, okay? I love, um, <clears throat> I love using analogies because um, I think that they help with visual pictures and representations of what's going on. And so I love um, how the word talks so much about uh, like farmers and harvesting, right? It says seed time and harvest are three things that will never pass away. Okay. So that's a word for you too. If you've been planting seeds, you know that you've been putting one foot in front of another and trying to do your absolute best, um, to obtain this goal of yours, there's seed time, and then there's harvest. Okay. So you never know if you're in the seed time, the time time, or harvest time, but I'm believing that 2020 is harvest time and you can use your mouth. Okay. To speak to that harvest. And we're going to talk about this in a second. So how many of y'all know that, uh, really good farmers don't just like leave a harvest unyielded. Okay. Good farmers get up early. They work their land, they till the ground and they get enough rest to do it all again. Are you getting enough rest? Are you taking care of yourself? Are you whining and complaining that the harvest isn't just yielding itself? Well, I bought this dress. And so I just don't understand why I'm not winning evening gown or well, I picked, I, I paid so much money for this coaching. So why am I not winning? I paid so much money for this backing track for my talent. Why am I not winning? 
well, I read one marriage book. So why is my marriage not whole? Well, I went to the gym four days this week. I went to the gym four days every week for a whole month. Why did I not lose all of my goal weight? When we all know that there are a million other factors that come into play, right? You might've read a marriage book, but you're still yelling at your spouse every night. You might've gone to the gym four days a week, but you're still eating like trash and binge eating, which again, compassion, totally been there, right? I dealt with an eating disorder for two years. So don't like say that I'm hating on people for that. Um, you might've spent the most money on an evening gown, but it might've not been your color, right? It might've not fit right. It, you might walk like a crazy person. Um, you might've bombed your on stage question if we're just being real here. Right. And so are you guys, um, are you guys wanting, are your, is your life lining up with a confession that you want to see? Or are you spending time murmuring and complaining? You don't want to be like the Israelites that had to spend 40 years in the wilderness for a three week journey because their mouth would not shut up. So um, are you complaining that your book isn't written, but you don't schedule time to write every day? Are you frustrated that you're in debt up to your eyeballs, but you just can't give up your coffee, coffee every day or you'll die, right? No, like you're not going to die. Like I get it. Your life might look the exact opposite of what you're dreaming in your heart, but girl, it's, it's time to make a decision. Like you were made for more than this, but you've got to decide um, where you're going to draw a line in the sand and, and whether you want this. Okay. Because your actions are a result. Okay. Cause remember the self-coaching model situation, thought, emotion, action, result. So your actions are a result of the emotions that you're dwelling on and your emotions are a result of the thoughts that you're dwelling on. So to change those results, honey, you got to be willing to dig in, in the internal world and fix your thoughts, fix your words and fix your actions, which will fix your life. Okay. So I want you guys to hear this. Don't let the expectation of your hopes and dreams coming to pass die because the circumstances of your life have looked like more like winds and waves lately. I'm going to say that again. Don't let the expectations of your hopes and dreams coming to pass die because the circumstances of your life have looked like more like winds and waves lately. Okay. The last year of my life, you guys, was brutal. Like, I'm like, Sayonara 2019, I am ready for that 2020 vision, baby. Like, I am here for it. You're the mouth. I'm going to speak. I'm going to declare. I'm believing God to expand my influence. He's already helping connect me to some of my greatest mentors in the entire world, people who are going to come on the podcast, people who I'm connecting with um, in Omaha and in business areas. My coaching you know, program is expanding like to half the country. And my goodness, God is just doing some amazing things, even though this is probably the worst year of my life. Like to be honest, it was one of the hardest, I wouldn't say worst, hardest years and, and most fruitful growing years of my life because I had to decide that I um, was going to endure. Right. And I don't need to share all those details, but 2020 I'm looking forward to. Okay. So let me be the first to raise my hand and understanding um, that I'm looking forward to this next season. I want to put the past behind me, but you know what you guys, just the year changing. I know we've talked about 2020 mouth, you know, vision, all these things, but just being 2020 actually doesn't change anything. Okay. You can make that decision today that you pretend like it's January 1st tomorrow. Okay. Um, as I posted on Instagram the other day, nothing changes if nothing changes. And I want you guys to remember that, um, that I want you to empower yourself by making the decision I did to get up, put your makeup on, serve your way out, speak your way out, give your way out, do something different because you have to do something different to get your life changing its ways. Your promise doesn't change just because your circumstances do remember that, write that down, bold, 
underlined. Okay. And I get it. Like I get it. You guys, the last year of my life was hell literally from Satan. Hell. Okay. You might feel bruised. You might feel like you can't take one more hit. You might be up into your eyeballs and debt. Okay. You might feel totally alone. Um, which if you're in the Omaha area, there's no reason to come to my city church, like come to city girl this weekend. My goodness, we will love on you, love on the crap out of you, like hug you big. I will personally hug you big. Um, you might have people gossiping about you behind your back. You might have family members who have excommunicated you from them because of a different belief system. Um, you might feel like the comparison trap will never stop in your head. You might feel like there's this barking dog just barking at you. We talked about that on the podcast last time. Um, we just command that barking dog to be silenced and every enemy plot against your life to be thwarted and canceled in Jesus name. Um, but you guys, I'm here to tell you that no matter if all those things are true, okay? Um, if all those things are facts, okay? That doesn't mean that that's the truth about you. Even if those things are facts, they're not the truth about you. And I'm here to tell you that just as it says, and I believe 2 Corinthians 1.20, that Jesus's promises are for you are the same yesterday, today, and forevermore. All the promises of God in him are yes and in him. Amen. Don't let the pesky punk Satan steal your confidence, steal your joy. Um, don't let that shape-shifting loser determine your future. All he is, is he's the author of confusion. I was telling my client this yesterday. This blew her mind. Okay. So you know how there's tons of names for God. There's like what, over 365 provider, comforter, healer, you know, friend, all these amazing things. There are names for the devil too. That little stupid idiot punk. Okay author of confusion, father of lies, right? Uh, the accuser of the brethren, like, excuse me. So if something's confusing you or accusing you that ain't from your father in heaven. And you need to tell him to shut the hell up. Seriously, shut that hell up in your brain, in your mind, tell him to go to hell where he belongs. That's not me cursing. Um, that is you putting the devil in his place because he does not need to have authority over your life. He doesn't have authority over your life, but we give him authority by our words and by believing the lies of the enemy, which bring fear and confusion and accusation and chaos. Okay. So if you're feeling those things, I want you to draw a line in the sand and be able to recognize that those things are not from your father in heaven and be able to move forward. Okay. Um, so dwelling can be amazing. Okay. But it means to abide. It means to like make your home in, but girl, you got to dwell on exciting things. Okay. Even if you need to cut off TV for a month, unfollow and block people that frustrate you spend a lot of time alone learn how to be alone or say bye-bye to some friends okay listen to podcasts let books become your best friends um where are your daily affirmations coming from because i promise you the world is affirming you in something and your identity is aligning with it whether you want it to or not okay you are like i say all the time you are a car with forward and reverse you ain't got no neutral you ain't got no park you are always going forward or going backwards and you are either letting the world define who you are, how you think, what you think, um, all those things. You are letting the world affirm your character or you are letting the word affirm your, affirm your character. But you have to remember that a merry heart, it's Christmas season, come on. Um, a merry heart does good like a medicine and hope deferred makes the heart sick. Want to know why you're sick? You're dwelling on the wrong things, okay? So merry, does, merry heart does good like a medicine. Stir up the good gift of God and you use praise, use worship, dance around like do something different to get out of your own head. Sometimes I will just jump around or I'll go to the gym or I'll go for a walk or I'll call a friend and we won't talk about what's going on. And we'll just call and I'll say, you know what? I just want to laugh. Like send me a funny YouTube video, whatever you need to do to get out of your head. Y'all. Um, it's so important to learn how to stir yourself up or else you're going to be somebody who needs others. Um, and it can be a little bit 
parasitic, like in a relationship, like the need to be needed can be kind of like, you know, especially for people like me when I'm like strong, independent woman, I'm like, yuck, 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 please be whole. Right. Which is probably, you know, I need to check myself a little times because like people can be down and that's totally fine. Right. I need to grow in that compassion aspect sometimes if we're being completely honest, but anyways, um, learning how to sing, dance, shout, y'all know how many times I had just like yelled in the car because I need to get out of my own head. It's incredible. Okay. Um, and there's so many times in the Bible walls of Jericho, right? They walked around seven times or six times in complete silence. Can you imagine walking around a castle, not being able to talk? Like what if somebody passes gas? I would laugh my head off, right? That's the first thing I think of when I'm reading that story in the Bible. I'm like, yo, what if somebody farts? And I would laugh my head off. And then you got to walk around six more times because you ruined it, Megan. Like the Bible's so funny, right? But then they shouted and all the walls of Jericho came down. Like how powerful is your voice? Like go study. Why did they put the musicians first in battle? Why did they um, let all the minstrels go first when they're these tiny little guys in skinny jeans? But they said, yeah, you know what? Get down with your bad self. Like you're going before Igor who's seven feet tall because they knew the power of praise. Okay. And you still carry that. Um, in your world, in your life today. So want to know why King David became king? Want to know how he slayed Goliath? Want to know how he overcame the guilt and shame of royally almost screwing up his entire life after he murdered somebody and slept with his wife? Um, he never forgot how to dance before Jesus. It says that he was this redhead, little scrawny kid. I always say he probably had, like I said, skinny jeans, spiky haircut, right? Or maybe some like redhead curls. Maybe he had a man bun. Maybe he tied it with some twine. <laughs> I don't know. That's like where my brain goes. But it says that he would dance before Jesus, right? He would write Psalms. He would, he, he, reckless abandonment, like dance so much that his clothes fell off. He never forgot how to say, you know what, God, I screwed it up. I invited hell into my life um, through my sin and my stupidity. And now I'm going to have to pay for it. But even so, I'm going to run to you. I'm going to dance like nobody's watching. And my absolute favorite song of all time just came on because you know what? Nothing else is working. All my family might have turned against me. I've totally screwed my life up, but you still love me through it all. I might have to pay some consequences for my actions, but your mercies are still new every morning, every night, every second, every millisecond. Your grace abounds because of my failures. You're, you embrace my every setback and turn it into a success. You wipe away every tear. You comfort every sorrow and you bind up my wounds when they're bleeding. That's part of Isaiah 61. Or 43, I forget which one it is. Um, God is calling you guys today to shift your focus and start expecting him to move for you and in you. But you have to make the decision to change your thoughts and change your mouth, change the direction of your actions, um, or else you're going to get the results that you deserve is not the right word that I'm looking for. But you get the results that you, when you play the game, you either play the game on offense, you play the game on defense, you play the game full of faith, you play the game full of fear, right? It's really simple. It's not always easy, but it's really, really simple. And I want to encourage you guys, if you're feeling alone right now. Um, I have a really awesome opportunity for you guys. This has nothing to do with powerhouse. Um, but it's the reason why I'm actually releasing this podcast today, because this weekend there's an incredible two day event called city girl, a live girl here in Omaha. And if you're listening and don't have a ticket yet, you need to be there. It's November 8th and 9th. It'll change your life. Um, and you guys can just go to mycitychurch.cc. Um, and I think it's forward slash city girl. Otherwise just look up city girl, a live girl. I can put the, um, link in the show notes for our website. But I love the name of this event. And I posted this on Instagram earlier today because so many women are just people who have a heart beating, but are dead on the inside. I could cry as I'm saying this. They aren't living, they're existing. They, and there's a song that we're doing this weekend by Tasha Cobbs um, called This Is A Move and it will move your soul. Um, it talks about all the wonderful supernatural things that God's still doing in lives today. 
like bodies are still being raised, giants are still being slain, right? Like, God, we believe it. Yes, we can see it. The wonders are still what you do. We are here for you. Come and do what you do. Because we need to move. It's a beautiful song, okay? Um, if you just listen to that on super speed on podcast, it's going to sound like a chipmunk. So, LOL. But it, I'm so excited to lead this song. I'm so excited to just see women worshiping their hearts out this weekend. If you're in the area or even within driving radius, um, we have friends driving from six hours away and bringing their friends. I highly encourage you to cancel your plans and, um, make, make these as your new plans. I'm honored, um, that you guys are listening to my podcast today. So thank you so much, whether for the first time or the 38th time, 38th episode, we have some extremely exciting things coming up. Like I said, around here at powerhouse and on the podcast and including some very famous special guests, which will blow your mind. And I just am so honored for the opportunity to interview some of the greatest women in the entire world. And that I believe that God's going to continue to use my mouth in that way as I align it with the confession of God. Um, so if it's healing that you need, breakthrough, an idea, calling, purpose, whatever you guys are looking for, um, you guys will get what you expect and you will get what you speak. So let's plan together and have the most rock solid, fun, hope-filled 2020 together. I love you guys. Follow my Instagram and Facebook and share this with a friend who needs to hear it. Love you guys. See you next week. If you're ready to take your pageant life to a whole new level, make sure to join us in the powerhouse inner circle where personal development meets pageantry. Each month for less than the cost of one coaching session with me, you'll get all my best coaching strategies through two live group coaching sessions, a companion guide to make it stick and a community to grow with during your pageant prep. Head on over to powerhousepageantry.com forward slash inner circle to learn more and to see if there's a spot for you. Finally, thank you so much for listening to the podcast today. I know life is busy and that you may be listening on your commute, at the gym, or while cooking in between classes. We love helping you unlock the winner within you. And if you love this podcast, it would mean the world to us if you'd subscribe. If this episode really hit home for you, don't hesitate to let us know on Instagram by screenshotting this episode and sharing it to your story or by texting it to that one friend who really needs to hear this. It's all about spreading sisterhood and helping other powerhouse women like yourself grow. And remember, if you're ready to go all in on your pageant prep and to link arms with other achievers who want to win their pageants and win in life, our powerhouse inner circle could be the place for you. For questions, to work with us, or for topics you'd like us to cover, email info at powerhousepageantry.com and we'll be in touch. Thanks so much for listening and we'll see you next week.